I've always loved to read. How the simple act of opening a book can transport you anywhere in the world, or out of this world, for that matter. Welcome to episode 95 of This Shit Works, a podcast dedicated to all things networking, relationship building, and business development. I'm your host, Julie Brown, and today I am discussing the undeniable power of books and a good story. This episode is sponsored by Nickerson, a full-service branding, marketing, PR, and communications agency with team members in Boston, Los Angeles, Miami, and New York City. Visit them at NickersonCOS.com. Welcome to This Shit Works, your weekly no-nonsense guide to networking your way to more friends, more adventures, and way more success with your host, Julie Brown. Here we go. I don't get motion sickness. I can read anywhere, in the front seat of a car or the back seat, on the train, on a plane, probably even on a mule traversing the trails of the Grand Canyon if I tried. I love getting lost in a book. I always have. My father-in-law used to say that he'd never met anyone who had such an appetite for books. He called me a voracious reader. Books have always been an escape for me, and I love when you are so invested in the characters of a book that you think about them even when you aren't reading the book, and you miss them when their story is over. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever missed a character after you turned the final page on their story and they were no longer part of your day? This is why I love books that come as series, like Harry Potter, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, Oh, how I wish Steve Larson hadn't passed away. The Hunger Games, the Dan Brown, Robert Langdon books. I love series. I love continuing the story. When I first moved to Boston, I lived in Coolidge Corner and worked in Cambridge. Each morning, I'd hop on the green line, transfer to the red line at Park Station and head into Central Square. And I always had a book with me. This is way before the Kindle was invented and years before our phones evolved into mini computers. If someone on the train was reading, they had that physical book with them. And because of this, I could look around the train and make note of what people were reading, continually adding their titles to the list of books I needed to get. It's also one of my favorite ways to talk to strangers. I love looking at someone who is reading a book and asking them what they are reading and if they are enjoying it. It's led to so many amazing conversations and, of course, recommendations for other books. I remember one day I was on the train and I had just purchased Dan Brown's Angels and Demons. This is way before Angels and Demons or The Da Vinci Code was turned into major motion pictures starring Tom Hanks. And I didn't know anything about the book or the storyline. As I sat down on the train, cracked the spine of the book, and started reading the first page, a woman came up to me and said, I am so jealous of you that you are starting that book. It's so good. I wish I could read it again without knowing the story. You're going to love it. You may not think that something like reading a book, which is a solitary act, can be a way in which we can connect with other people, to network even. But it is, if you share what you are enjoying and take the time to ask others, even strangers, what they're reading. I've connected so, with so many people over a shared love of reading. I mean, it's why book clubs exist. It's not just for drinking the wine. Although some books clubs are just about drinking the wine. So what's on your reading list for the summer? I have a stack of books that I need to get to, and I can't wait for a few lazy summer afternoons where I can sit back, 
relax, and be transported to another place with all new characters. A few of my fo- most favorite books over the years that I've read are Where the Crawdad Sings. Did you know it took her 10 years to write that book? And I just saw an ad. It's being turned into a movie um, that's going to be released this summer. Love in the Time of Cholera is one of my favorites. The Nightingale. Oh, my God. That book absolutely gutted me. I remember reading it in tears just streaming down my face because I cared so much for the characters. Another book that had a similar effect on me was the book Molokai about the leper colony. Another great book was Shadow of the Wind. I loved that story. Uh, Recently, I read The Guest List, and I loved the twists and turns of that story. I also recently read this book called Rock, Paper, Scissors that had a twist ending that I just didn't see coming, and I love it when that happens. Anyway, I'll put a list to these books in the show notes, as well as some other recommendations from people in my network who answered my LinkedIn question about what books they were looking forward to reading this summer. A year ago, Chris gave me a membership to the Book of the Month Club. Have you heard of it? It's fantastic, and it's led me to some amazing new authors. Each month, you have five or six books to choose from, and they mail them right to your door. I'll put an affiliate link to that in the show notes if you're interested in looking that up. Okay, on to the drink of the week, which is even a stretch for me (laughs) to make it a tie-in, but I'm I'm just going to go with it. So it's a screwdriver, but I'm calling it the turn of the screwdriver after Henry James' novella, Turn of the Screw, in which a young governess is tortured by seemingly supernatural figures, though the exact meaning and nature of her visions are never explained in the book. Whatever the case, this take on the classic screwdriver will help you stave off any nightmares you might have after reading this ghost story. And I chose this because my book of the month club that I'm reading right now is titled Home Before Dark, which is about a haunted mansion in Vermont, and I'm absolutely loving it. So, easy peasy, all you need is 1.5 ounces of vodka, 6 ounces of orange juice, and combine all that in a rocks glass with ice, and then step out on your porch and get lost in a good book. Until next week, cheers. Hey, thanks for taking the time to listen. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss a tip. And remember, you can unapologetically be who you authentically are and still be wildly successful. That's a fact. See you next week on This Shit Works.